Party Dice Friends episode Christmas. 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 Jingle, jingle, motherfuckers. It's the Christmas episode. Up in here. Up in here. It's Chris's favourite holiday, aside from his birthday, which the government is still refusing to recognise as a national day off. Tories. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. In very much the worst thing the Tory government has done, they're refusing to make your birthday a national the holiday. The left would have allowed this. Yeah, Jeremy Corbo, he'd be here. Big Buddy Corbo. He'd, he'd, he'd have a slice of cake. Anyway, point is, it's Christmas. We asked you for all of your best Christmas questions and your Christmas games, game concepts, and goddamn, you delivered. Who boy. Who boy. You've got a, a big old list. Spicy question, Paella. Chris, how are you preparing for Christmas? Now, the oven has been on for a while, as I said last time. Mm-hmm. Um... And mainly what I'm doing to prepare for Christmas is wafting the smoke out of my apartment. Right, yeah. That is going to happen. You've got to get a layer of char on everything. Yeah. It's, Otherwise... it's very much like a cast iron skillet. You've got to oil and and bake. You've got to season your apartment. Yes, you've got to get like a protective layer of like, patina of mm. char and scratches on every surface. Mm-hmm. Um, so mainly I'm sweeping up dust. Oh, that's exciting. Well, yeah. well yeah ash well, some of it is I've been eating a little bit of tinsel every day to make sure that I'm uh, immune that's that's good because they will snake right off the tree and get you yeah when it, well and like they'll, they'll, they'll try and crawl down your throat and it's like every Christmas yeah sure whatever but it's uh, I just think that it's, it's as 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 the as the man of the house it's my responsibility to not mm-hmm. get tinsel poisoning so I've been having like you start off with just like one of the bits of tinsel like one of the strands and then you work up and then eventually uh, you can just put it all the way through you like dental floss yeah I mean that's that's kind of a coincidence really because I've been consuming a small bauble every day mm-hmm. uh, no other reason than I get off on it yeah that's cool well I mean you know yeah how 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 small and small enough to swallow whole. So, and, oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so you, you don't chew it up. Imagine like a like a half apple. Hmm. All right. Well, good luck. Have you ever had a half apple? They're delicious. They sound they sound convenient. Yeah, it's just like an apple, right? Yeah, but but it grows <laughs> pre-halved. <laughs> so it's not small. It's half an apple. It's literally half an apple. Yeah, it's got quite sharp edges. Hmm. Well, this has been a this has been a perverse and strange introduction. Uh, I think I might put in uh, a little snippet of the Christmas carols we came up with during the warm-up phrase. I think you should be very careful about that. I'd Listen, I think that if Santa could sue, he would over the things we sang about him. Yes. So, um, you know, maybe I'll pop them in at the end of the episode as a little Christmas gift to you, listeners. There we go. Do there that. There we are. That's nice. Questions then, yeah? Why don't, you, um, why don't you have a rootler around under the tree and see which one's addressed to uh, Grant? Well, there's 62 presents under the tree. Ooh. And let's, let's be honest here, the majority are for me. Oh. But some are for you. Hey. And uh, this one is. Oh. Now, the issue here is, of course, that it's wrapped and I can't explain the 
question to you without you opening it. I shall unwrap it. Hang on a sec. Let me... All right, let's go. Oh, oh, it's just what I wanted. Oh, here you are. Chris, you read it out loud. Though. I will read it out loud. This one <laughs> comes from Claire. Uh, and says, which D&D monster would make the best Christmas dinner centrepiece? I'm, it's going to be hard for me to say anything other than a beholder. Why beholder, though? Well, they're naturally... Like, the thing about a beholder is you can enjoy it from pretty much any angle. That's true. I mean, that, but that, there's like a dark side of the beholder. The back. Like, yeah, the back, which nobody really cares about. Like, you, there's not a lot of art of the backside of a beholder. Yeah, that's really true. You, you don't see the horrible ass, do you? No, like you see a lot of the backs of dragons in art, as you can see, like the flame going forwards and that. Yeah, it's flapping around. And, yeah, yeah, and whatnot. But no, no, there isn't often just like the big sweaty ass of a beholder. <laughs> it's just a hairy ass. The camera lens. Pallid ass. Yeah. I, I feel that. I mean, they must. They they eat. So mm-hmm. it stands to reason that something happens after that. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what they shoot out of their eyes and people just assume it's lasers. Jesus, that's that's worse. Mm. So you've got two options. One, you can use the back of the beholder or the rump of the beholder just to put like a festive joke or poem on there. Oh, or that's maybe good. Like, like a cracker joke. Yeah, or like a picture of a robin or some shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the other option is just just for the angle of it. A beholder is mostly mouth and eye, so you just sort of like like angle it back a bit. It's sitting on its ass. You open its mouth, um, and then I guess the eight. Is it alive? No, Have we God, killed the beholder. Yeah, you've you've it's, it's been prepared. Well, it's a centerpiece. You don't eat a centerpiece. Actually, I I I interpreted this like the a Christmas dinner centerpiece is like a is like the turkey. Right? Ah, okay, the the bird. That's what I imagine that means. Yeah. Okay. I was imagining I it what was else like, it could mean. I was imagining it was like a like like flowers and coins and coloured streamers and shit. You put in the middle of the table for everyone to look. Look, centerpieces are from a time back before television. Uh, apparently, a time before we had back when we had more table space. I can't fit shit on a Christmas table that isn't food. I mean, we did used to have more table space. That is true. And the majority of yeah, property I mean, prices. Am I right, millennials? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. You don't. You don't have a. You got a coffee table. You know. Right. I can't afford a full table. No. Maybe half a table. I've got to eat my avocados and diamond and property values at my coffee table. So I think a beholder is like they've got they've got the eyes on top. They've got the big eye in the middle. Mm-hmm. I think that if it's alive, dangerous. Obviously, so you have to, yeah. so you'd have to kill it, eat it, and I guess like you'd have. Oh, you could, you could put a load, you could put like a cornucopia in its mouth. You could, I mean, you could have it alive if you want to. Um, no. But no, bear with me here. Okay. Um, you could, you could prop its its eye, its central eye open with some, mm. some like chicken wings or drumsticks or what have you. It's just a very big matchstick. Yeah, like the yeah. but the chocolate ones, chocolate matchsticks. Ah, uh, matchmakers. Um, that's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's constantly anti-magic, so it can't use its other eyes anyway. So it's Ingenious. just got questing eyeballs rubbing themselves over your sprouts. Plus, it stops any uh, any sneaky wizards casting zone of truth, trying to make you uh, try- honestly trying to cause a Christmas argument, trying to make you say that shit to your aunt that you've been meaning to say for the past fifteen <laughs> years. Yeah, you know what? You know what? You are racist. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm not even sorry. Oh God. <laughs> Like Sharon, I just can't be around you anymore. It's gotten to be too much. Somebody open the beholder's eye. I've been very careful, and I've said what I can without upsetting absolutely everybody and making my life hell. But 
you've crossed the line. I will say, I will say as well, since you've been under the zone of truth, I thought you were bad before, but fuck me, you're abhorrent. <laughs> you monster. If anything, I'm glad that sneaky wizard came. <laughs> I'm glad he snuck into the uh, above the mistletoe and started casting spells. <laughs> well, hang on. If somebody's standing below the mistletoe... No, he's above the mistletoe. No, I know. But if somebody's standing okay. below the mistletoe, tradition, mm-hmm. give him a little kiss. Yeah. What if he's standing above mistletoe? What's the tradition um, there? He's got to pull him off. That's why he's there. <laughs> he's, he's horrible. <laughs> oh, he's a nasty little bugger, the Christmas wizard. What he's crawled into my rafters looking for his swift handy. What is the tradition when, when there's a horrid wizard clinging to the inside of your door frame? Just wearing a t-shirt. Just wearing else. a t-shirt. Shirt cocking it. <laughs> Winnie the Poohing it. <laughs> Donald Duck in it. Um, I think it's behold. You got anything else? I think a bahir. Uh, you have to remind me what a bahir is. So a bahir is like a like a, imagine like a Chinese dragon. Okay. Like that sort of long thin dragon, mm-hmm. um, with lots and lots of centipede legs, hmm. and it shoots lightning. Right. Well, when it's alive. Yes. Okay. But I'm like in a lot of places you have a table runner. On the Christmas table, you have like a like a red stripe or something to jazz yeah, up yeah, the yeah. standard tablecloth. Yeah, because otherwise thinking, you wouldn't want to eat, would you? Flip the bahir upside down, uh-huh. legs up in the air, those little tiny chef hats on every leg. <laughs> yeah. Dips on the belly. <laughs> oh. And then you can just like tug off a leg. Or a wizard. Or, or a wizard. Dip it in the dip it in the mm. belly sauce. In the stuffing, yeah. Like 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 a like a runny stuffing. Yeah. And then delicious. I think. Can you imagine sitting down to to a dinner with a griffin, like that's for dinner? Oh, I, was, ho- I was hoping that was that a guest. With it. No, I'm just I'm just imagining like the scene in the, the scene in Harry Potter where you have to bow to it. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers cooked. We've got four full size chef hats, one on each one on each clawed leg. Dibs um, a wing you, though. Yeah, that's gonna take you a while, isn't it? Yeah, wing and beak's mine. Hang on, would a griffin taste like shit? No, griffins taste like horse and duck. Yeah, hot, hmm. it would be cons- well, like consuming eagle. an intelligent eagle. Uh, well, it's, 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 isn't it a lion they've got? It's, it's like an eagle and a lion? A griffin? Neither of which are renowned for being tasty. I thought, oh yes, griff- what am I I'm thinking of? A pegasus. Yeah, pegasus, that's, that's a horse and duck combo. That's your horse duck, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, your, your griffin, that is more lion. I mean, How imagine eating a lion for Christmas dinner. That's pretty cool. That's that's Bezos money, that is. <laughs> Fuck me. Get a lion each. Just stuffed with a poor person. Mm-hmm. And you can hunt them via drone. <laughs> no, you just have a legion of workers bring them to you. That makes on sense, Christmas yes. morning. Mm-hmm. So they can't be with their families. Yeah, that's the only way Jeff Bezos can enjoy dinner. Finish. This, um, well, that's, I, I figured I actually might want to might want to cut off the orgasm jokes. Sure. Yeah, we should just 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 in that. question one, you know. Yep. Fine. Um, actually, Chris, t- actually, oh, hang on a sec. Let me see what I can get you under the tree. Here we are. I got you a gift. Why don't you open it? I don't have any foley effects for that. Oh, hang what on. Do you hang mean? On. No, I do. It was in bubble wrap. I got you a small one. Yeah, a little teensy one. 
Yeah. I, I can't read, so uh, what does this say? <laughs> okay, no writes in. How can I make a winter holiday for an RPG that is both obviously Christmas and legally distinct from Christmas? So. So. Long-standing tradition. Mm-hmm. Just change the names. Go on. So, what you do is you play an RPG where one of you plays Bleezus. Okay. Now, Bleezus, Bleezus is in is 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 in Namorath. And he's bored. And he's yeah, but he that is... grows very quickly, I guess. And you have you 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 have a Clary. I mean, I mean, there are some there are some um, versions of the myth where he starts talking right out the gate, and by gate really? I mean Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a disturbing time. Well, yeah, but at that point you've already been visited by an angel of the Lord who's like, motherfucker, God put a baby in you. Bish bash bosh, check in the uterus. It's gonna come out of you. <laughs> But I'm pro-choice. Bet you wish you got a say in this girl. <laughs> or, mm-hmm. or what you do is you take the the Chinese DVD market. Oh, ah. as, as your as your touchstone here, Christmas. <laughs> and you just have like like they have like Lord of the Rings, but it's like the King of Ring, Lords of the Ring, and it, yeah, and it mm-hmm. and it just uses some. Art from the the original. So some well, uses very similar drawings um, of Christmas, and a lot of people get up during the film and move in front of the picture. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you move in front of the Christmas. Yeah, it's tricky. I, I don't know how that translates. I just wanted to talk about Chinese DVDs. I got. Yeah, that's fair. Because <laughs> I, um, I, I think that there is basically you take Christmas. And then you remove the um, the deity birth bit of it. Mm-hmm. You keep the trees, the gifts, the mysterious um, entity who delivers presents. You probably have candy canes. Candy canes are non-denominational, right? I guess they are a bit shepherdy. Is oh, that what that is? I, yeah, honestly, I hadn't thought of that. It probably are, you know. Mm. Um, you could have uh, feasts. Lights, mm-hmm. those are all non-copyrighted. You can't have Santa, and you can't have Jesus. No. You can have Joseph. They didn't buy the rights to him. So just, just they didn't. Yeah, they left that one on the table. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's a weird copyright law, but that's why there's all those winter festivals about Jesus's deadbeat dad. Just pick another religion and just roll them straight into Christmas. Like go Babylonian. Everybody's a bull in a hat. Ah, I see. That's interesting. So just so just um co-opt a different religion and wrap Christmas around it. Yes. Yeah, just take exactly the Christmas story, like get your nativity doing going. Yeah. Yeah. And then just just slide in another another preferably bizarre religion that doesn't exist anymore. Uh-huh. Norse. There you go. Norse yes. religions. Viking it's, Christmas. It's just it's just Nazis anyway who are into that shit now. I mean that's not entirely true. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's some people who believe in Zeus, not Zeus, the other one. Oh, you Thor? mean actually believe in it? Yeah. What What's the other option? Like I'm I'm into Norse stuff, and oh, yeah, I quite sorry, enjoy yeah. Norse stuff. I'm like I'm not a Nazi. I'm into Catholicism, but I'm not a Catholic. Exactly. Yeah. I just think the hats are cool. They are. What you need to do is pick what aspect of Christmas you like, and then spin out wildly from that. So cut out the rest Go of hard. it. 
go hard. So maybe it's just turkey. Mm-hmm. Or actually, turkey is too uh, Thanksgiving. Goose. Goose. There is no other day on which a goose is eaten. Plus, well, you can get go. There's go- there's goose there's gooseween. <laughs> That's one of those Chinese knockoff holidays, mate. Ah, oh, goddamn. Gooseween, where everyone dresses up as a goose. No, the ghosts okay. of geese. Ah, all hallows goose. Yeah. All gooses eve. Honksmas. That's honksmas. Honksmas. Yeah, I'm not sure that's recognisably Christmas at that point. Yeah, but you, but you, you, you take a goose, and the, the, it's about the acquisition and eating of geese. You reduce it down to one absurd tradition, and like maybe it's about having the biggest candy cane. Maybe it's about who can fit the most nuts in their mouth. <laughs> well, we're all going to lose that as compared to that to those horrid little soldier nutcrackers. Mm. who's arguably going to have the most nuts in their mouth over the Christmas period. Well, I don't know. Some of our listeners. That's true. That's true. Some of them uh, some of them are into that. But, yes, focus on one thing. F- really, really try and really try and power down into one particular bizarre element of Christmas. And then that will just provide you with jokes for enough of a session. I think there's enough, there's enough in crackers, right? Can we celebrate crackers briefly? Uh, we can. We can oh, talk fuck. about crackers at length because I, I fucking love crackers. Oh, I love a cracker. Oh, the pop, the, the the like unsatisfying pop is so good. I also like the way that it's not really clear what the ritual is. Mm. Like everyone's had this really vague ritual, and it's only important to you when you're a child. Incorrect. Sorry, sorry. For most people, it's only important mm. when they're a child. We 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 hold Christmas in our hearts every year throughout the year. And as as such, we want a fucking cracker. But you do the pop, and then it's like, can you win a cracker? Yes. Do you win at crackers? And like, okay, so there's there's this weird dichotomy between it is possible to win at crackers, and therefore it's possible to have the contents of more than one cracker. But if not everyone, not everyone is wearing a hat. That's a bad Christmas. So would you would you like to hear the official like rules of crackers? Oh yes. So first things first, you sat down, wine's poured. Mm-hmm. No food on your plate yet. Absolutely not. First crackers now. Now, what you do is mm-hmm. you take a cracker in each hand, mm-hmm. cross your hands. Your old lungs on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pull your crackers. Right. Now, whoever has the largest piece of cracker mm. obviously wins the contents. That's how that works. Right. Okay. Now, if there is a shortage of hats, mm-hmm. you gift a hat. Ah. But you get to pick which colour you keep, obviously. Okay. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. And then you get to play with the toy or get angry at the puzzle and give it to somebody else or do what you Mm -hmm. want Mm -hmm. while people are are getting the food out. Now, Mm. once you've had your starter, Mm -hmm. free for all cracker time. Oh, so any any leftover crackers are pulled? At least one cracker per person must be maintained until after dinner. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. Because there's always a moment in Christmas which I quite enjoy we go oh we've got like six crackers left oh fuck yeah like we're not going to use these what, we're not going to keep them till next year because that's weird <laughs> so you just got to just knock out a load of crackers really quickly and yeah. that's great I think this this, this very much comes uh, this, this is quite a uh, both of us are only children mm-hmm. and I think there's the element of where well, you can't get three crackers in a box for mum dad <laughs> yes, and mum dad that. and boy 
so there, there is an element of, of of that. But yeah, I, uh, I I I love the hat wearing. I love I love enforced costumery. Yeah, so there's 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 two problems with the hats. It's our giant fucking heads. That's the primary one. They mm-hmm. don't go over my noggin. No, they're glad. They're just fascinators. They're a, they one must wear them at a jaunty angle or or strategically tear it. And secondly, Christmas in my in my parents' house is a hot affair. The fire is going. All right. You are wearing your mandated Christmas jumper. Mm-hmm. And so you are sweating buckets. <laughs> and those paper hats do not hold up. And you're drunk as well. Just dangerously drunk by 9.30. Yeah, like, like sweating gin. Oh, yeah. It's mm. it's awful by about That, that paper hat's going to catch fire. Yeah. Just, don't you have, don't you have like a nap friction. in the middle of your Christmas? Well, if you need it, yeah. It's like a, oh, so I, I thought you had like a mandated everyone no, fucks no, off there, to their rooms no for a while. siesta anymore. Right, okay. Um, since my dad retired. <laughs> he works soft, he plays soft. <laughs> He's got all the time to nap he wants, the lazy git. <laughs> can, can I briefly discuss as well how Christmas dinner is served at the wrong time? Hang on, what? Well, it should be lunch or dinner. No. But for some reason, it comes in. It comes in this weird zone where we never eat food at any other time. It's About it's, it's sort a of three to four o'clock. It's a Winchester. Mm. Which so, is sorry, sorry, sorry listener, I should you know. Need to explain um, Winchesters to the public at large. That's that's a meal that we invented in in um, in university when I was a much larger man. <laughs> <laughs> but but sometimes you needed to like you you needed to really like what's the word. Authorize that validate. meal you were having. Yeah, that's the word. Validate um, that pasta you were having at four p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, after lunch and before dinner. <laughs> Back in the days when we'd eat a good solid five meals a day. Oh Jesus! Anyway, yeah. So yeah, no, that's the yeah. correct time it's for dinner. No, it's the it's the wrong time. It's, it's useless because you're only having one meal that day. Incorrect. Everything else is a snack. Mm, okay. So, so you view it as sort of a sort of a marathon endurance affair. Yeah, like you don't, and also you don't sit down for a meal of bruschetta. Nobody does that. I guess, I guess you want to get real horny for that bird. You, you, you need to be horny for goose for goose meat. I have noticed something. I've been watching a lot of Great British Bake Off recently. Okay. Um, because you know the world is the world is on fire and dying, and I need something to try and calm myself while I paint. <laughs> And you need melon soup and cupcakes. Oh, lo- lo- lovely melon soup. Yeah, I don't watch any of that new shit. Only the melon soup seasons. Obviously. There, I've discovered a new emotion. Oh. Um, which isn't hunger. It's cake horniness. <laughs> like, I'm not... Like, I'll watch them make these beautiful cakes or beautiful, like, bread or what is, you know, nice things they've made. And, it's, and we're on season four at the moment. So, like, they're making fucking six-layered, 3D-printed bullshit right off the bat, rather than episode one, season one, which is like, ah, oh, just cake us some up. Oh, that's a nice cake. How the fuck do I do a Rice Krispie Square? And so, and so you watch that, and like, there's hunger, and I've, I, hey, we've all experienced hunger, but this cake horniness is different, it's, it's the same sort of, like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, like, there's an element oh, wow, when, I you're want watching, that. when you're watching cookery shows, and it's, it's especially prevalent in things like Nigella Lawson's cookery. Oh, that's a different... Co- okay. Because 
excluding the obvious. I think there's sort of a general horn. Yeah, but 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 that woman just makes things that I would absolutely fuck up. Unctuous. Yeah, like food. These thick, rich dishes, and like I could have just eaten sixteen pizzas. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I will absolutely fuck that up. Jesus Christ, Nigella, can you just pour that on my chest and then leave? <laughs> just goddamn. I'm going. I'm, I'm going to crouch down as well. Early I, Nigel's later. That matter. I, I. So I think. I think what. What. What we're getting at here is hedonism. Yes. In that we are hedonists. In that <laughs> Poor way. hedonists. Poor head. Well, I do all right, but that's because that's because I married well. Smart. Yeah, but there is that. There is that hedonism of like, oh, you know what? I'm going to fuck up this kebab. God. Damn. Nigella, I'm going to crouch in front of you. Can you just hawk what you've got out of a ball all over my face and neck? (laughs) (laughs) Can you ruin me with that trifle, Nigella? Do you need that cake mixing bowl? Because I am absolutely going down on it. Nigella, I've been a dirty little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) We should go to another question before this just gets weird. I'm kind of getting into it, but yeah, maybe we should go to a question. What present? Hang on. Oh, hang on. I'm I'm going to look for for a present for me under here. Oh, here's one. Oh, wow. Hang on a sec. It's going to... It's going to... Oh. Oh, why didn't you read it? <laughs> you seem so disappointed. It was so badly wrapped. Wow. <laughs> just just so you know, the thing I've been using is a copy of Crash Pandas I found on my desk. <laughs> that's, that's the first first print edition of that. That's what that's, you've been doing. That's two quid we could have made there. Go on. Uh, Miri asks you, can one successfully GM Christmas? Um... Bit of a weird question. I'm not sure. See, um, I, I think you can. Oh, you mean that orchestrate or make up? But one of the things that, that that I think both you and I were taught very early is that you mm-hmm. sing for your supper, right? You very much have to be interesting. You have to be interesting, and yeah. if you're GMing Christmas, not only are you sort of prompting things like, "Oh, we need to put the potatoes on now." Right, but also you're you're fashioning the conversation into something tolerable. And yes, you're steering. You're steering, and like you're using what I believe are techniques that people a lot of people pick up when they're GMing. Like, hmm. oh, that's a great idea. Let's do this. I will say, the older I get, the more inclined I am to just go and have a cigarette rather than rather than make Christmas happen. Or if like if I, I think my ideal family Christmas is that I arrive in a place and all the family's there and I nod and they smile and then I go into the kitchen and spend the next six hours making Christmas dinner and I am not disturbed. <laughs> no one helps unless I say, hey, peel those potatoes. And even then I don't have to speak to them at any point. And then I and then like the the rest of the family comes through into the in, into the into the dining room or coffee table for you. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just all there. It's all there. And I'm drunk. Yeah. But I'm like I'm like I'm like red wine drunk. Uh, like, Congratulations everyone. It's Christmas. Say how good I am and fuck off. Or fight me. Or fight I will fight. I've got the turkey knife. I just think that would be that would be the ultimate uh, Christmas for me if I could inv- avoid any sort of um human interaction at all until after dinner. That's not oh, for me though. Like, 
that's not so Christmassy. You need to be involved in things. You should only like, be spending Christmas around people you give a shit about anyway. Or like the the pristine, sharp, glistening torture of exchanging presents. How is that torture? Listen, Chris, you are very good at presents. Mm-hmm. I'm astonishing. And, and we go on with and trust and love each other. I give good Christmas. You give great Christmas, mate. Um... But in a family organize in a family setting, it's like, look, I don't know you, you don't know me. We've agreed to spend around fifteen pounds on each other. This is purely a transactional thing. And if you get something for me I don't like, I have to pretend I like it. And you have to pretend you like it if you don't like what I got you. And none of us are actors. And it is this it is this this sharp, fierce torment that I endure. Every year, so I'm not doing it this year. It's great. I think I think I need to I need to give you like instructional lessons on Christmas and how to oh, give good gifts. That you know what that that strikes me as a heartwarming Christmas film, doesn't it? I like that, and it turns out that actually you were Santa Claus all along. Oh, if only we get Jimmy Stewart involved. Um, I reckon I reckon we could work out a pretty solid Jimmy Stewart impression. We could have a go. I think. Well, Christopher, I, I, I can't enjoy Christmas. That's really good, actually. It sounded like a sheep. Yeah. <laughs> so did Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> we need to watch a wonder- It's a Wonderful Life again. Oh, we're watching Aladdin, by the way. And It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That works for me. You're, are you all right with Aladdin? Yeah. Yeah. Aladdin's fine, but I'm prepared to see Die Hard for Aladdin. That's fine. Die Hard's yeah. not good. Hey, no, Die Hard's a brilliant action film. It's not necessarily a Christmas film. I think that's that's bored, but it's a, it's a good film. Yeah, it's no it's no Jimmy Stewart. No, it's no Jimmy anyway. Stewart. Mary, was an angel. That was an angel, Mary. We should make some games. Fell in the swimming pool, Mary. It's a jingle, Mary. Did you ever want a game to exist? Mary writes in, decorate me. This is a folk game, unlike unlike most games. I'm not going to try and make a computer game. You'd be pleased to hear, Chris. Gosh, I know. Uh, this is this 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 is a this is a not a tabletop, uh, because one of you is going to disguise themselves as a tree. Okay. Uh, I like to imagine that the tree is uh, so like so like you're not. Dis- you're going to be in a tree costume. It's not a tree disguise. Sure. So they're not supposed to mistake you for a tree and get startled. Uh, like it would be fucking great if you could, but I think that that's maybe out. That's maybe out, out of the. Um, it would make it make playing the game difficult. But you have a tree costume, so like maybe made out of felt or whatever. You could put some tree branches on there. I think that the more improvised it is, the more fun the okay. game is. Um, and then you are the Christmas tree, and you have a series of cards, um, which you draw from, and you have to say what kind of uh, what kind of things you want to be put on you. However. You are banned from using the words which describe the things. So if you want red baubles, you couldn't say red or bauble. Okay. So it'd be like, crimson spheres. (laughs) Reflect orbs. Reflecting orbs, the colour of blood. Uh, And you you shout at your family until they decorate you right. So I think I'm going to add at least one thing there. I don't know, it sounds perfect to me, but go on. A twister-style spinner. Mm. For body parts. 
Because sex then, dice. No, <laughs> we can just hack sex dice into the game. Scream into ass. Yeah. Um. You can because then, like, you you can have a buckaroo style <laughs> situation where. You, hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry. Real quick. One of your sex dice has scream on it. <laughs> Doesn't yours? Oh, it's whisper. <laughs> you have whisper yeah. into ass. I was conflating weird sex dice with that and the picture possums. Of- yeah, that possum who scream at her own ass. Yeah. I like I love I, I quite like the idea of unsettling sex toys. <laughs> Howl at elbow. Hey, vacate. <laughs> Alright, okay. That's, that's that's weird. Beseech. This just says swap wrist. Calculate. Four. Tithe. Tithe. Uh, so, so you've got body body parts. You've yeah. got. Um, so you think? I, I don't think it's a sexy game. No, no, absolutely not. This is a no. game played with the whole village. Ah. Uh. So it it starts at the local vicarage. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, the vicar was the one dressed as the tree. <laughs> um, and you would you would spin the dial. Mm-hmm. The vicar would then communicate the item through not using the words, obviously. To back in the day, they had to use Bible verses. Yes. To, yeah. to, to better scare away the devil. Ah. And then and then a stern slap would start the vicar running. Now, everybody in the village has hopefully picked up the correct item and now has to ah. attach it to the vicar in the correct location. Ah, it's a sort of grease pig ex-scavenger hunt yeah, experience. Yeah, ch- ch- chasing cheese dare wheels down hills, mm-hmm. yeah. that sort of thing. And, of yeah. course, anybody who didn't affix their own um, marked... Baubles or tins mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Hung. yeah. Ah. So that they well, got, so they so, so, so that Christmas would come again to further dissuade the devil. Mainly, it's about scaring away devils. Although now yeah. I think about it, it might have been a horse, not a vicar. Yeah, I th- that. Hmm. So I think that I would have I would have few problems pinning the tail on the vicar. I would have a lot of problems putting a putting a a, a bauble on a horse, especially if it was spooked. Oh, it's definitely spooked. Yeah, you got to spook the horse. So it's more like running the bulls. Yes, yeah. So you you play it in a small village, mm-hmm. um, and you block most roads. Mm-hmm. Now, occasionally, this does end up with a Christmas horse in a living room situation. You want to make a loop for the Ideally horse or vicar. Is it a horse or a vicar? Yes. Hey, yeah. Why not both? Right. Vicar's yeah. allowed horses. Yeah. So he's riding. Yeah, he's riding the horse around, and you got to. Day. Yes, sorry. Well, it, it was played back in the old days when you didn't have oh, Lady Rickers. Oh, true. Definitely him. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. I'm not sure about this hanging punishment. It's not a punishment. What? It's a reward. Oh, for your indolence. <laughs> <laughs> you get selected uh, to bring about next Christmas. Look, I'm not sure this is it. I'm not sure this is the game. I, I, I like, I like, I like shouting, decorate me. Sure. I just feel that maybe this has gotten out of hand, and we're uh, we're killing quite a lot of villagers. Yes. Uh, w- without even having the decency to accuse them of witchcraft first. So you know how most Christmas decorations are kept up in the loft in like bin bags. Mm-hmm. What you do is you is at, is at a set of traffic lights, <laughs> you throw one of those bin bags into the car next to you. Right. Hopefully splitting it and it mm-hmm. going everywhere. Yeah, we'd well, weaken the bag first. Yeah. Yep. And then your like tinsel and spray snow clad mouth <laughs> sc- 
screams like leaning out of the window decorate me and then you've got to jet as fast as you can away from the lights now the other player in the receiving car this newly um who's newly received the title of player mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. has to catch up with you and mm -hmm. try and get as much of the Christmas shit back in your car as possible. Mm, okay. Another classic folk game. So I mean, like you could have you could have something akin to um, have something akin to like you know those 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 like you, where you throw coloured uh, paint at each other, mm -hmm. and I believe it was based on some sort of Indian festival, and now we've co-opted it into sort of a fun run. Yes. Yes. Quite pretty though. Uh, it's very very good looking. I like it. But um, let's 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 leave that let's leave that um, cultural appropriation to one side for the time being. Fuck because it over there. Let's just pop that over in the uh, in the fuck box for a second with my note, and we're going to. It's it's a it's a big Christmas brawl. Okay. You've got no punching. Attention. No punching. But Losing attention. We, we need to get well. We need to get some sort of Christmas gun. Yes. So they I'm imagining those. Pressurize like a t-shirt cannon, but for tinsel, right? No, no, no. So, so they've got um, like shotguns, like pistol shotgun things that you load those little party poppers into. Ah, like confetti. Yeah, and it just you, it just like pulls the string automatically. Right, I like it. Like that, like that... a rubber band thrower, like it's got a ratchet on the back, and you it takes you like forty minutes to load. Yeah, I think that anything with gunpowder is going to be tricky because at that point you could actually harm someone. Yes, but. You know what? It's Christmas. Vicar, Vicar got harmed. It's Christmas. It's the time of miracles. We'll probably be fine. Yeah. So you've got you've got maybe just like like down powered like like half 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 um half powder. How about how about just like um, ball bearing BB guns? Yeah. So yeah, uh, with shiny shiny BBs. Yeah. The like, point but, is, but those little ones you decorate cakes with. I'm thinking. What? Yeah. There we go. That'll work. What I'm after is a sort of King of the Hill style affair mm -hmm. where you've got this big sort of, like you got you have an actual hill, that's green, that's a green pointy object, you get an actual hill. And so you're climbing this Christmas tree, but you need, like, you need to be at the top of the tree when it's time. Yes. Um, and you can't wrestle. What you can do is fire a lot of fucking tinsel at people out of your tinsel cannon. Mm. Or like, or like you have to, you have to affix, um, Glitter, like big handfuls. Of, oh, actually, sorry. When you said this, a six, I thought candy cane bayonet. I'm, I'm. That, that's just a Christmas war. What we're describing here. Yeah. I realise now that the amount of glitter I would need to use this would, I'm pretty sure, breach the Geneva Convention. Yeah, it, it would. It would come under the same category as mustard gas. Like you would have to erect a series of um, intimidating monoliths around the area with "This is not a place of honour." <laughs> written on it just so no one goes near the fucking glitter again <laughs> yeah. yeah that's too much it's glitter a toxic sump mm. Mm. listen um i think that this idea is all over the shop there's some fun stuff here about the idea of inflicting christmas on one another yeah. but i'm not sure what it is what have you got what's your what's your offer well i have just i just quickly episode? remembered a, a small game i used to play as a child mm -hmm. uh, around christmas time which is where i'd crawl under the tree scream oh, yeah. i'm a present Oh. Whilst drinking heavily and crying. Oh. Is that an actual game you played? Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Well that's that's not really a fun light topic for um No podcast, is it? No. But I've got another present for you, which is another question type thing, but also a game uh, concept. 
I, 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 I think we abandoned the um, the the conceit of these. Uh, what do you mean bit. conceit? You were literally unwrapping parcels I presented to you. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, hang on a sec. Here's uh, here's here's a present too. I'll, I'll unwrap this present. This one's this one sounds a little bit smaller than the other ones. <gasps> oh wow! It's just what I wanted. It's <laughs> it's from Dave Chan. <gasps> Dave. And Dave Chan suggests walking in a winter wonderland, Santa's big helpers, <laughs> which is just perfect. A glistening example of a named mm. game. A jewel. All right, give me the like. I I can smell. I can smell what's cooking with this one. But I want to hear. I want to hear the pitch. So, the pitch is that you are orcs. Obviously, mm -hmm. you are Santa's big helpers. Um, just sorry, sorry again. I, I sorry to interrupt you. Forty k orcs, Lord of the Rings orcs. Forty k full orcs. Okay, want, yeah, I want big square boys. Lads. Not like the horrid, grimy orc. Yes. But like the big, almost comedy orc. Well-meaning. Yeah. Santa yeah. hats on, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Now, you have fallen off of the sleigh. Oh, no. As it went over some frozen wonderland. Mm -hmm. And you've got to get back to Christmas very quickly. <laughs> because I essentially, I want every... Every game ever to be a journey movie style thing with orcs. Is this Gorkamorka? Because you've not just far off. So you've just described every game of Gorkamorka in that you fall off the truck and then have yeah. to get back to the fight. Exactly, but in this mm. case, you've got to get back to Christmas. Right. Okay. So and, Christmas is the, happening elsewhere. Rather than knowing generic orc stuff like shooting and hitting, you obviously know yeah. hitting, charging, yeah. rumbling, yeah. that sort of stuff. Rumbling. But you also know rudimentary woodwork. Yeah, no what's. Exactly, I can just knock up a bog-standard hobby horse. Yeah, Second, warbling. Like that. Yeah. Issue is, I can't really make anything else. Mm. Do you need a tiny train? Will that get us out of this problem? <laughs> How many tiny trains are we going to fucking need, boys? <laughs> I've got one of those metal top things where you like push on the top and it spins. So it, this, this, this does bring us into an interesting... Um, an interesting game concept because normally the elves that Santa has are small even for elves. Mm. Like wh when you say elf, like they're closer to imps or well not pixies but gnomes I suppose. Horrid little demons, yes. Horrid, horrid little fucks with their Distressing eyes. fairies. Yeah, when they're and they're shitty little hats. I don't like them. They're, but the weirdly high voices. Yeah, well they're small, but you've got. You, like they're what they struggle with is like it's like oh we're too small to operate the door or oh I can't see over the can't see over the steering wheel to make to make the sleigh go. These guys have the exact opposite problems and like mm -hmm. they're crushing shit, yeah, and they're breaking things. And I I, I think that uh, so it's it's a it's a lovely role playing game where what you're doing is you're trying to roll above a three and under a five. <laughs> yeah, there's like a there's like a there's a margin of error. Yeah. And you can do it too much. And everybody has specializations. Obviously. So, for instance, one, one of the orcs is just the best in the world at making Christmas biscuits. Mm. Another one, just a tactical genius after making so many tiny toy soldiers. Mm. Mm. None of them have ever been outside. 
this is and this is a fascinating and exciting world for them. Yeah, like they know they know snow, but all the snow they've had has been inside fake snow. Where and when are we setting it? Well, I mean, they're probably seeing outside at Lapland, but yeah. Um, where have we? Where are we? Where and when is this a fantasy game? Is this like modern day London? No, is this so, New I, York? I, what I kind of had in my head was like Victorian era. So the, the, yes, the the presence they're giving is not at iPod. Yeah, you've it's got you've got your traditional. Yeah, you've got maybe like a you know let's go let's go like thirties. Okay, okay. You've yeah. got dolls, train sets, wooden soldiers, that sort yeah, of thing. That, but but we're above the sort of ball in a cup era. That's fair because that's an atrocity of a gift. Yeah, I mean, do not get anyone know. a ball in a cup. It's unlikely to happen these Unless days. Unless it's a don't... nice mug and a football, and they're really into those things. But you know what I mean. But then and then you have to attach it via bungee. Yeah. Yeah. But 1920, I was thinking maybe do it during the war. But that's that's no. not really no, that's not really the right. That's going right. to knock the cheer right off it. It's going to knock the cheer. I, 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 there's something fun about Victoriana. I think I think there's something to be had there. I think maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe we can just maybe we can be anachronistic in this and they can have train sets and shit. Maybe they did. Who knows? Yeah. It's I mean, impossible could, to tell. You could have it kind of during a war and just have them like as as a scene. They're just rocking right through the winter armistice. <laughs> just like right through the middle of that football game English people and Nazis played. Yes. Are these orcs dressed as Father Christmas, by the way? They got like they got like Santa hats on, or are they like elf? Well, no, they've got elf attire, not yeah, Santa okay. attire. So you're yeah. looking at the sort of um frilly cuffs. Little green, green hat with a bobble on the end. Nothing fits. Oh no, it's very tight. Yeah, and for some reason massive boots. Yeah, with bells on. Yeah, 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 like the the boots fit. That's fine, but everything else is very much. Oh, yeah, but oh, God, but they are not ready for the cold. No, it's freezing. Because, like, is it Lapland in the Arctic Circle? It's, I mean, might as well be. I it's definitely know. north, right? It's it's up. It's a, it's it's a chilly proposition mm. for these Larry lads. Yeah. Although I feel I should just mention that somebody did bring up the Icelandic Yule lads on tour. <laughs> They are great. Um, and I think that, honestly, this could just segue right into that. It's worth looking up, uh, listener. Look up the Icelandic Yule Lads. Because mm. uh, they are... They're very charming. Uh, they are they are sort of... They're, they're mischievous types who do things like... One of them really likes yoghurt. Mm-hmm. And the other one steals food from a food pot. And the, another one likes spooking sheep. Or <laughs> slamming doors. Please don't spook sheep. Well, it's the all that you know. It's not, it's not up to you. You know, you know, I, a farmer can can shoot your dog if it's scaring sheep. Really? Yeah, they're, they're legally allowed to. Okay. Well, it's unlikely for me to come up. No, they're I know. Like, but I'm just saying, if you own a dog, uh, please yeah. don't let it go near sheep. It's a fucking nightmare. Especially if you can see a farmer like this, like like hungrily stroking uh, a Bren gun. Yeah, because <laughs> they got an emplacement. <laughs> just, just like poised with a mortar shell, about ready to drop it in. How are we differentiating our orcs? We've got skills. We've got skills. Um, Christmas dreams. Ooh. What they want for Christmas. Oh, yes. Oh, so you've got, you've while, got like they, while they're doing the journey, mm-hmm. you've got to try and fulfill everybody else's Christmas wishes. Ah, okay. You can't you can't fulfill your own, but you have to like like it's 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 good to to help to to, to make sure the other orcs have a good Christmas as yeah, well. Yeah, so like if if woodworking elf, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep calling them elves. Mm-hmm. Um, wants really wants a bicycle for Christmas. Mm-hmm. You've absolutely got to take a detour through like Knightsbridge mm-hmm. and get them a really nice bicycle from Harrods. 
Now, Orcs, big and strong, good at fighting. Big and strong. Strong at crumping. Orcs is his best, never defeated. Love it. Now, I think the first half of the game, or the first two-thirds of the game, should be challenges which are not best suited to being an Orc. Correct. Uh, so we're doing things like fine manipulation of, of tools. Sewing. Um, so quietness, sneaking, blending mm-hmm. it at a fancy party. You've got all these all these fun things that orcs Queuing. aren't very good at. Queuing. Um, and then the third act, Santa has been kidnapped and it's time to smash heads. So you've got all these toys and presents that you've built and you're going to be throwing them real hard into the skulls of whoever's kidnapped Santa. I think, I think he's been kidnapped in Australia. Austria? Australia. Oh, I thought it was Hitler. No, let's let's not do a Hitler. It's a very Hitler Christmas. I have travelled back in time. Oh, what? So he's <laughs> in Australia. Santa Claus. He's been bundled off his ute. No, he's in Australia, because if if anything's the least Christmassy thing I can think of, on, it's going to be Australia at Christmas. You have gone. Hello, Grant. Yes. Oh dear. <laughs> We are the Orc Saving Santa Claus Banner. Going down to Australia. Gonna fight scorpions and big spiders. Gonna save Santa and bring Christmas to kids everywhere. My internet died for a full 20 minutes. Mm. Mm, it's a Christmas miracle. All those all those Santas and Krampuses scrubbling around in my pipes. Ruined Christmas for everyone else. Getting up in the fibre. Mm. Um, so we can't remember what we were talking about or whether it was whether it was funny, but I'm pretty sure there was a game about orcs which we were talking about. Which was excellent. Orking in a Winter Wonderland, that's it. That was it. Uh, I look forward to playing Orky in a Winter Wonderland. I think that there's actually something there. I think there is. Much though I do want to try and strap a Christmas decoration to a vicar, I think the actual role-playing game there is your Orc Christmas. Yeah. There's too much too much niceness around Christmas. So I think what you're doing is like you are Orcs and you are predisposed to nightmarish violence. Uh, crude but it's not violence. Not, not sorry, crude so, violence. Yeah, it's true. Yes, Cr- crude, over the top violence. Like, oh, like basically, you're just boisterous it's and stamping rather than uh, anything more intricate. Other th- other creatures are not as strong or as tough as you. Yeah. Um, and so the system is about trying to be the right amount of strong. Yes. Uh, so it's basically Lenny from Mice and Men, the game. Yeah. Uh, except you don't get shot in a field at the end. Good. So, which is good. Which is good. It's a, it's a Christmas miracle. And you rescue Santa, and you you duff up some stuff, and then Santa's like, "Get on my sleigh, boys!" And and well, is Santa just a very big orc? No, he's Santa. Yeah, he's just normal Santa. Santa is a war boss. <laughs> Santa is a mega armored war boss, riddled with illicit squig drugs. <laughs> a frothing beast. No, he's normal Santa. Thank you for listening to Hutch Desk Friends episode Christmas. 
This has been a very fetid episode. I'm sorry about the break in the middle where we really fucked with the pacing and timing of the show. <laughs> well, break towards the end. Uh, if you've enjoyed this, you can you can be a Christmas miracle all your own and go to patreon.com forward slash hearty nice friends. Give us some cash. Come and hang out in the Discord. Be nice to each other. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. The only other thing is that there will probably be a bit of a delay on the next episode as... Christmas. Christmas. Like, yeah. Don't know what's happening around that and if the, I can get near a computer or what, but we will see what we can do. Interestingly enough, Christopher, you and I will be alone in my house on the 27th of December, which is the day which, which, uh, which the next one has to come out on. That's true. So, depending on how um, turkey drunk you are and drunk drunk... We could maybe we could maybe turn out a serviceable podcast recorded in my living room next to a Christmas tree. All I'm saying is we're not guaranteeing nothing till the new yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? Christmas takes its toll on the big man. Okay, it does. It does. So heavy wears the paper crown. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We love you. Merry Christmas. We hope you get what you want. And if you don't get what you want, we hope you get revenge in the new year and can pretend it's what you wanted. Yes. Love you, bye. Love you lots. Love you more than he does. Wow. Okay, don't. Okay, don't. Not not at Christmas. It's the festive episode. Everybody get in here and eat the tinsel for he comes. The slippery father Christmas slides down the <laughs> chimney with all their grease. <laughs> Lands upon the fire and such a conflagration ill at ease. Consumes the brandy and the pies now, then he Dies. Dies now. <laughs> so you've got a body to remove. Chard Father Christmas. Chard Father Christmas in your living room. Bury him under the tree. How will you explain this to the other children? Billions of children going without gifts thanks to you and your fucking fire. Knew we shouldn't have put the fire guard up that night, oh Christmas night. Killed a Santa Claus, slippery and flammable. Oh my gosh, he's burning the drapes. Now, quick question. Is this Santa's fault? Because he probably shouldn't have covered himself in flammable oil. How else will he get down the chimney stack? Water-based lubricant. Is expensive and awkward to buy. Yeah, he mainly uses elf fat. Covers himself in a slippery elf grease. Rubs himself down with his workers.